0: You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Don If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert. And I am excited. I'm always excited. And today, especially so. We are, we're going to have this amazing conversation today, folks, because this topic is very, very, very near and dear to my heart. We're talking today about the necessity of transformational leadership. And that's kind of like, okay, great. What does that mean? But listen, the things are absolutely changing, folks. If you if you're not getting that vibe, you're probably not paying attention. And, and so, what's needed right now more than ever is the ability to pivot, right, to, to pivot, to be able to hear guidance, to be able to move a little bit differently, to entertain maybe creative ideas <laughs> that you wouldn't have entertained previously, you know, like, I don't know, staying at home with your whole family for months on end. But the, you know, so, so there's all kinds of what not occurring, and, and, and we have to be able to find that inner peace and decision-making component internally, because we're not finding it externally as easily as perhaps we have before. And so, so so, transformational leadership is really a solid solution, in this because it looks at all these components, and, and and not just the systems and the processes and what are the tweaks of it, but also, you know, where do the humans fit into this, and how do, how do we get humans to do, comply into these systems, and how, to, how, how does it all kind of mesh together well? Um, and, and today's guest is an absolute expert in this area. Uh, Robert McAfee, who you're going to be able to welcome here in a second, is the author of Manifesting for Non-Gurus. I love it. We have lots of guru conversations here at this network. Um, he's born, former director of training for Jack Canfield. I know you all know and love the name for um, Associated with Chicken Soup for the Soul and, and also founding member of the Transformational Leadership Council. He knows his stuff, folks. So I'm really excited to have him share some of that deep wisdom with you today and see how you can take steps in your own life to apply transformational strengths that, that perhaps you're needing to lean into now more than ever. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Robert to the show here. Robert, thank you so much.
0: I'm thrilled to be here. I'm glad we have the opportunity to do this.
1: Oh, well, so am I, so am I. So we we jump in here and we're just going to go right to the heart of the matter and ask you, what are your superpowers?
0: Wow, Rob is right to the heart of the matter. So Two things come to mind. One, and you and I touched on this a little bit before we hit record, but uh, parenting, turns out, is one of my superpowers. I didn't know that till young people started showing up in my world. But being a dad, um, super important to me and, and really, you know, right top of my list of values, um, but also something that it turns out I'm really good at, you know, based on how well my kids are doing and, and how much joy I get from that process. Uh, parenting would definitely be one. And I think the other that comes to mind would be coaching. And there's a part of me that cringes when I say that because, you know, (laughs) in today's world, what it takes to become a life coach is, uh, you know, a print, a a set of business cards with Vistaprint and, you know, anybody can kind of do coaching. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, I've been really blessed over the last 20 years or so to work with some really amazing people and learn a lot um, from some of the greatest uh, speakers and authors and teachers and trainers in the world. You mentioned I worked with Jack Canfield for a long period of time. He was a huge mentor to me. And I've I've landed in a place where I feel like I'm a really good listener. I feel like I'm really empathetic. And I'm also really open-minded. So I, I feel like all those things add up to my ability to to coach people in a sense of helping them find solutions to whatever really serious and significant issues they're faced with in their life. And so uh so coaching, but but on a really deep level, like like real coaching, not not life <laughs> coaching. Any anytime someone says, "Oh, you're a motivational speaker," or "Oh, you're a life coach," it, it just like, makes uh, me cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I get it. We, I think, I think we've all gone through that. I, like, I, you know, you and I were laughing before about the transition from being a counterintelligence agent into doing some of this stuff, and you're like, "What?" Like, I, I started reading tarot cards as a counterintelligence agent. You want to talk about being in the closet, right? That was I, I just kept looking at spirit going, really, seriously, this is where we're going. And it it was designed to crack that wide open, of course, you know, where, yeah. so I think that it's natural for a lot of us to go through that. Um, yeah, I, but I was I was running a
0: valet parking company. So that was, See? that was my counterintelligence. <laughs> that was my like completely like, how, how on earth did you transition from there to here? But, you
1: probably have more secrets than I do. <laughs> there you
0: go. Yeah. When you're in and out of people's cars, I got, I know more than I wish I knew. <laughs>
1: we thought we were taxi cab confessionals <laughs> that's you anyway so well i love i love the fact that you are willing to give that voice i think it's something that we all go through and yet the the there's an undeniability that we want like people are craving support and assistance and and where do you go and and i've said for a while now folks that in that, it may be easy to start a coaching business, but we have done deep, deep studies of this, and it is the most difficult business to maintain—not structurally, but from a um, from a professional standpoint, from a care, from a guidance standpoint. It is one of the most challenging because ultimately, you've got some responsibility in that as you're dealing with clients. And so be really cautious about just wanting to kind of get get your business cards and call yourself that there's huge responsibility that comes with it. And and we're starting to see so many people awaken in that space, who have had experiences in much more developed and robust industries, and they're putting market pressures in that space that most of you have no idea how to manage liability wise or anything else. And adding on to that, if we don't attend to the market demands, we're going to be facing regulations. End of story. And that'll wipe out everybody who's not prepared for it. So let's be reasonable about this stuff. If you don't have any business coaching people, then don't coach people. You may have great information, but there are all kinds of ways to get that information out and to be synthesizing it for your own development without putting yourself and other people at risk. There you go. There's my soapbox. So I'm going (laughs) to pause there for a moment because we're going to cut to a break. But Robert, before we cut to break, let's tell people where they can go to find out more about you.
0: Uh, Excellentdecisions.com. I was very blessed when I did my rebranding. That domain was available. So um, I didn't have to create something (laughs) something super tricky around it. Yeah, just uh, the name of my work is all about making excellent decisions. So excellentdecisions.com is the best place to find me.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, folks, We're talking today about the necessity of transformational leadership. We're gonna dive more deeply into that after the break. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Hello everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we wanna thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome, we're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality on the Superpower Up Network. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tonya Don Rekla, and we're talking today with Robert McPhee about the necessity of transformational leadership. And before the break, I went off on a tangent and so, so, so to be clear here, like I I adore all of you that are stepping into the spaces and having the courage to walk your walk. And I implore you to really ask questions before you buy hook, line and sinker into this idea of just kind of setting yourself up in that position. It's really, really important that you have the support. You heard Robert say it. he had mentors, he had support. I I think the most valuable thing we can do, the most responsible thing we can do is be willing to have our work uh, be witnessed and, and to be held accountable to it. And so so we take deep responsibility with that work. And it leads to this other question of, I think some of what we're seeing, correct me if I'm wrong, it, it is where perhaps some of that deep work wasn't applied to structures, constructs, people, um, our existences, wherever we've kind of um, built on top of sand, if you will, if I could be biblical for a second, that we... Um, we're starting to see those kind of shake and crumble a little bit. I contend that transformational leadership has some really viable solutions in that space. Would, would you
0: agree? I would, I would absolutely agree. And I think i 'm right there with you i 'm cheering you on the, what you called the rant, but you know the <laughs> truth is coaching like any other business you know there 's something to be said for few barriers to entry, but the truth is in almost any business where there 's few barriers to entry it 's also very difficult to really thrive and succeed at a really high level so mm-hmm. it 's great that people can get in you know, to this kind of work without, you know, having to, you know, study for 25 years or whatever it might be. Uh, but the truth is, if you haven't done the, the real deep work, if you aren't really prepared, you're going to be competing with people who have, and, and it is going to be really difficult. And as far as the transformational leadership, I'm also struck by something else that you said about, you know, where do we go? like where do we go for this kind of guidance in this in this kind of time especially that we're in right now where the stress and pressure and struggle and crisis and all that is right in our face every single day it seems and and the first thing came to mind is is it's a great time to be going inside you know i talk about mm. a lot about vision and values and and the truth is vision's pretty tricky right now you know clarifying our vision when we're going into so much uncertainty is a little tricky but I believe it's such an important time to go inside and to Mm. connect with our values and connect with what's really important to us. So when we relaunch into whatever this new normal is that we're headed into, and it's so funny, you know, people think, you know, so much uncertainty as if there was certainty before, right? As if we knew before (laughs) everything, it's just, it's just a lot more dramatic right now and a lot more obvious. Um, But it's a great time before we have to make decisions about the actions we're going to take and and really get back into motion full speed. It's a great time to get really clear about our values and what's really important to us and how we want to show up in the world and what kind of experiences we want to create for ourselves. So when we do start making decisions, when we start feeling that pressure again, you've got to decide, are we going to go this way? Are we going to go that way? How am I going to approach this situation? What am I going to do about my relationship with this person? those kinds of decisions are going to be driven by a place of clarity about what's really important to us, if we take advantage of the opportunity we have right now to go inside and ask those kinds of questions, then when we're making those decisions later, it'll be that much easier. Because in my book, the worst time to try and get clear about your values is when you're under pressure. You know, you just mm-hmm. don't have the bandwidth to be able to do it. And the truth is, a lot of people right now do have the bandwidth, do have the time do have a little bit of extra attention to pause, you know, our lives have been paused in some ways, whether we like it or not, and, and ask those questions about what's most important to us.
1: Well, and the, and the link to that and, and the excellent decision making, I think, can't be overstated. And, and folks, you know us, we're always going to take it another step further and say, it's yes, absolutely, you need to go inside. And for those of you who want to walk a path with spirit or God or the divine or whatever you choose to call that, um, or, or in harmony with the universe or nature, there, there, there's this other component of how do you manage that internal journey, like what Robert's speaking about, it, and are able to connect it out even higher to that external journey with the divine, only to realize, of course, that that is the internal journey and blah, 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 you know, when we could talk about oneness all day long. Um, but, it, but if you can't, if you don't know, I mean, you you may not agree with me, right? You're like Tony. Enough of the God stuff. Like I'm over it. Like I I I want to be. You know, I'm I'm on my self actualization, folks. Our curriculum starts with master your personal power. Like that is an absolutely necessary part of this process. You can't turn anything over if you're not actually in control of it, right? And so if you are, but if you're not even clear on that, like what what are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable with being able to take a deep breath? you know, and go inside, maybe just sit for a moment in meditation and just say, okay, let me just calm the monkey mind there for a half a heartbeat and say, okay, what's really going on? Can I get some perspective here? And um, if you can at least go to that place, now you start to inform your decision making differently. And, and I'm going to share a quick little story. I wrote about it in um, War, Watch Us React, uh, The Ultimate Guide to Personal Power and Safety. And it's called, believe it or not, it's called Live in the Pink. Now, I'm going to set the stage for you. I wrote this right after I left government, I think the first time, right? It took a number of times to take. Um, and they just keep pulling you back in. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Um, counterintelligence agents don't really have very many places to go in the world. And so um, anyway, that, that that's another story. And what I was reflecting on as I was translating what I had learned in that field into kind of this bigger motif was this awareness component was so incredibly drilled into my head, both from the military as well as the government. And I was reflecting on the fact that as an agent, we had to do these um, super like aggressive driving training every quarter. Um, and so I, I, I got to do a lot of fun stuff. I'm not a real giggly girl, but if you get me doing reverse J turns, I'm a pretty giggly girl. <laughs> like That's my happy place. Um, and so so, But in this training, it was always men teaching the training. I was always usually the only woman in the class. Occasionally we'd have another female. Um, but it was very male dominated arena. And, and i remember they would always talk about this idea of going from white to red, right. In, 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 in imminent collision, right. So white is like, um, they would always say like a woman who's driving, putting on mascara, eating her burger, right. Talking on the phone, right. La, 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 la. And then red is like, here's the crash, like no time to respond. And they were training us to drive in the orange is what they called it. And, and I would I raise my hand and I'd be like, what, what's, what are you talking about? Like every, any like five-year-old can tell you in between white and red is pink, right? It's not orange. And they're like, it's orange. And I'm like, it's really pink. I promise you, you know, just to be obstinate. And so, so over time, what, what that developed into was this awareness principle. And Robert, you were, I promise I'm getting around to your point. It was this idea of, of how do we respond and pivot quickly? Right, And in transformational leadership, we get to learn that the more of that inner deep work you're willing to do and those values and kind of where you stand, on things as an organization, as an individual, as a family, whatever it might be, in times of chaos, you are positioned to pivot rather rapidly because you're in that state of awareness, which was the live in the peak concept. If you drive in a state of awareness and you have to respond to an imminent collision, your chances of walking away are much greater. Same is true in life, folks. If you want to be unaware and allow subconscious mechanisms to continue to create on your behalf, then you can do that, but you don't get to complain when the projection gives you something that isn't favorable to you. Instead, if you're willing to stay in a state of awareness and do the work that Robert's recommending, you get to make decisions from a very different place. And oftentimes you get to respond very quickly and in resonance for yourself when situations come up. And so I know a lot of you are very shocked at how easily you're managing some of these upheavals and how creative and productive you're being when you really shouldn't be by, by, by the account of the greater populations. That's because you had done the inner work and were positioned to pivot. Um, and so, so from that place, Robert, how can people start? Like, wh- Where can we start them on? Like, like What's a good place? They're like, I don't even know what my vision is. I don't know what my core values are. I don't know any of this stuff. How do we start stepping them into that if this is something they 've never really thought about
0: well, and I think you 're right your audience is, is this is this is probably not their first rodeo but and and our work does start with the awareness piece as well. The awareness is critical, and what 's built into the awareness piece for us is first of all the awareness of how change how transformation actually works you know we all as human beings, we desire change, we want things to be different, and yet a lot of people don't really understand how change really works. So an awareness in that whole arena of how change works, how, you know, how, the, how the game is played, what are the rules, is really important before we start playing. Um, I also fit personal responsibility into that awareness piece because people understanding the importance of personal responsibility and and having a willingness to take personal responsibility, I believe is a foundational piece right at the beginning of transformational work. Because the truth is if people aren't willing to take responsibility for the results they're getting and for the experiences they're having, all the rest of it's interesting conversation, but chances are it's not gonna make a significant difference for people. If they're in that world of blaming and shaming and making excuses and complaining, you know, again, all of the, all the rest of the work, the deeper work, the application is not going to make a significant difference. And then the piece that follows after awareness for us is, is clarity. You know, if people have the awareness and then they can get clarity about the, the three categories we tend to focus on are vision and values and value vision of where i want to go what i want my life to be like the contribution that i want to make a point in the future that i can identify and see the, the kind of results and experiences i want to be having and getting and then also values which we touched on a little bit that going inside and uh, and <laughs> i think it's fine, you know you we say going inside as if it's like surgery, you know, that we're gonna go inside, open up, you know, pull out a little journal and open it up. Sometimes and our, it feels like Our values like it. are all gonna be written down. Um, but I agree with what you said about it's going inside, it's pausing, it's it's breathing or meditating that really opens us, not, us up, not to something that's like literally inside of this physical body that we're traveling around in, but opens us up to those insights and those ideas and, and intuition that's available to us at any time, but not if our mind is going, you know, 150 miles an hour, just mm-hmm. trying to keep up with, you know, everything that's coming through on the news these days. So mm-hmm. so clarity about our vision and our values, and also our value, especially in, in the area of career and financial, really important to be clear about our value and what we bring to the marketplace and to our community and to the world at large. Um, as, as part of that process. And then the, the last part that we deal with after the awareness and clarity is what we call letting go of attachments. And to truly transform, one of the things that we see just has to happen is we've got to get out of our own way. You know, so often mm-hmm. the thing that's really preventing us from creating the life and having the experience and getting the results we really want is that face we see in the mirror every morning. So letting go of things like the need for other people's approval or the need to know how or, um, you know, our own self judgments of what we're capable of. Um, All those things uh, are really an important part of the process as well to truly transform, to truly create the changes that we want or deal with the changes that have been thrust upon us.
1: Mm, Beautiful. I love that folks. Take that to heart. Like you've got time right now, you know, if the world's slowing down a little bit, we can begrudge it or we can take advantage. And, and I love, Robert, I love what you said about the blaming, you know, if we wouldn't be a a superpowered uh, organization, if we didn't hold dear the, the idea of, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, um, from from
0: Spider Man there, but the it it's, <laughs> unfortunately you know, it comes from Spider Man instead of the top leadership in the world that we live in. But <laughs>
1: well, but I'm I'm glad you brought that up because on some level, I mean that that's a hot topic here because what it, it's it, it's it's so complex in the sense of yes, we're seeing behaviors modeled that aren't ideal, but we're also reflecting behaviors being modeled that aren't ideal. You know, I was. I, I was very observant of the kind of transformational, personal development, spiritual growth spaces, you know, and, and, and the, what's acceptable in those spaces these days via social media. Like, it's it really remarkable to me that um, we're not able to catch ourselves in broadcasting or vomiting our own kind of insecurities and fear out through mechanisms that inculcate that. And and on some level, I think we are called to to do better. We are mm-hmm. called to to be bigger. We are called to model something different. And it's embarrassing to think that I mean, I mean how do you how do you on one hand talk about oneness and in God and love and the frequency of love and then turn around and call people names. And it's like I either God's in everything or he's in nothing. Like we can't we can't talk out of both sides of our mouths. And that's tr- true. Well, my opinion is it's more true for, for those in leadership positions. And, um, you know, and, and, and I think at some point, what's so beautiful for our organization and the people that we train is that we're training people to intuitively sense incongruity and we know when you're lying and we know when you don't agree with what you're saying and we know when you're covering up for your own fear and we know when you're doing a really poor job of it and we know that that what you're saying isn't really what you mean to say because we're honing those abilities <laughs> it's like you'd be a fool to try to push that off anymore so so the best thing any of you can do is get really real get raw get vulnerable you know it does feel sometimes like you're opening yourself and pouring your guts out and sorting through them. It's that level of vulnerability at times, but it is incredibly worth it. And that freedom and fulfillment that you all seek is right on the other side of that journey. There is no other way to it other than through it. Folks, you are not going to fake the funk on this one. So you might as well start digging, right? And and ironically, it's never what you think it's going to be, right? The, the, The pain that created a lot of that stuff, well, it, it already happened. Just open it back up again. Shed some light on it. Love a little harder and, you know, like magic. You'll be through it. Yep. And Robert. I think what you
0: said, what you said about le- leadership and it being more true for leaders, uh, well, it may not be more true, but it's always more visible. So people who are in leadership positions, it's really important to remember that people are watching. And, and how we respond oh, and, and how we put ourselves out there is very, very visible for those of us that are leaders.
1: Well, and that, and that's parenting too, right? Like like part of the secret to, to to Neva is is that we just got very real with ourselves early on. It was like, this kid can call bullshit from 10 miles away. <laughs> like, it's like, what are you going to do? And, and we're the agents, right? So she thinks she's got the raw end of the stick because she's got two former agents as parents. She can't lie to save her <laughs> ass. But then it's like, we're the ones on fire. Like, like it's like you you can't get anything by it. If you blip energetically for two seconds, she she knows it. She feels it. She's on you. You know, and 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 you can't you can't hide anything. And so you have no choice but to be incredibly transparent and vulnerable because you're not getting away with anything else. And so it it does act like a you know the 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 thing that we are hesitant to ask for um, accountability in is the one thing that is the secret. To us being completely untouchable, untouchable, folks. If you're not driven by your fear, no, you're, you're you win. You get to be in the world, but not of it. You get to you get to basically walk on water in the sense that you see it, you understand it, you feel people's fear, and can know it for what it is. You, you don't have to be operating by that. You you get to you get to rise above it. Um, but you have to be willing to traverse spaces that most people won't traverse. And I think that through, you know, getting started with what Robert's talking about and at least at the very least just being willing to say, you know, who am I and what do I believe? But if you can answer that, then you're light years ahead of most people. So, so start there. and and, yeah. then, and then usually what follows is the real guidance about what your purpose is. And how you're going to do that, but but there's that those steps are crucial. First, Robert, I adore you. I appreciate your work. I, I love that you're you're willing to be that courageous in the world and and, and stand for something bigger and better and different. Um, you know, th- thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on the show. Let let's remind people where they can go to find out more about you.
0: Uh, excellentdecisions.com is the best place. Uh, we actually have a free video available to People go to excellentdecisions.com forward slash joy. They can get a closer look at kind of one of the foundational pieces of our work at that place as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Beautiful, well thank you. Folks, take advantage of that gift and go check it out. And as always, we appreciate your loyalty. We know you're sharing the show. Keep sharing it, folks. The more broadcasting we can get at these higher frequencies, the more things change. Um, listen to a podcast today. It will change you. It's it, it's it's a it's a counteracting agent. I'm not gonna come up with all <laughs> kinds of cool words. It's kryptonite for mass media, right? Like you 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 gotta give yourself a fighting chance and consume consciously, right? So pay attention to what you're listening to. Pay attention to what you're watching. Pay attention to all of it and make a choice, right? And if it's not in alignment with where you want to go, stop consuming it. Go check out Robert's stuff. Um, Make sure you've signed up for the messages. uh, Superpowerexperts.com messages tab. Um, Get us your email. We'll make sure you get those weekly messages always free right to your inbox. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world, folks. We love you all. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.
0: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to Superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.